This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Monday Morning Refresher. My name is Chris Plank. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and listening to the Sooner Sports Podcast. You can always subscribe and find us online at Soonersports.tv slash podcast or search Sooner Radio Network on iTunes. It was a weekend of celebrations and of big plays for the Oklahoma football team. Rolling right, flushed, still looking downfield, waving. Now he lobs it deep for Dede. It's caught at the Cowboy 35. He makes a move. It's a race. 20, 15, 10, 5. They're not going to get him into the end zone. Dede Westbrook hits a touchdown. That was the first lead of the game for Oklahoma, and unfortunately it was one of the last big plays you'd get from Dede Westbrook on Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium as an injury on a hit to the helmet ended up costing Didi a majority of the game. But the Sooners' defense stepped up in his absence. Spotted between the 15 and 16. Cowboys go quick again. Rudolph fakes a handoff, looks left. He dropped the football, and now he's down for a sack. He cocked it to throw, and it slipped out of his hand. Oboe jumps on top of him. That'll be a sack for Oboe. And then the ground game got going. Smallwood sets up tight end right. Baker splits out far left. Samaje steps up into the, sh- into the Wildcat. Direct snap to P. Ryan. Running up the middle, pushing to the one. Puts his head down. He's into the end zone. It's a touchdown. Samaje P. Ryan. And the Sooners are back on top. And what would a Sooner game be without a big run or at least a big play of some sorts from Joe Mixon? Out of the shotgun. Four wides now. Basquin circles behind the formation. Inside handoff. Mixon has room to the 25. Cuts outside. Breaks the tackle. 30. 35. Comes back near side. Watch out. 45. 50. It's a race down the near sidelines. 35. 30. Slows down. 20. Cuts back to the 10. To the 5. He's going to score a touchdown. Oh, mama. Joe Mixon, Samaje Pirine tore up Oklahoma State with a grinded out ground game. And Oklahoma won it 38-20, to clinching their second straight Big 12 championship. Totals on the ground, Samaj P. Ryan, 37 carries, 239 yards, despite missing a couple of series with, the, with what appeared to be at the time a concussion-like injury, but he was okay and came back. He scored a touchdown. Mixon, 11 carries and 99 yards, and this was the final call. Snap. Handoff, P. Ryan up the middle, to the 10, to the 5. He stops, and he'll take a knee at the one-yard line, and you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the bar. The Oklahoma Sooners are Big 12 champs for the 10th time. (laughs) What a day, what a game, and don't lose sight of how incredible Baker Mayfield was. 13 of 19 throwing the football, 288 yards, Three touchdowns, 
Teddy Lehman and I caught up with Baker afterwards in the postgame show. All right, Toby, we're in the locker room with two-time Big 12 champion Baker Mayfield. Has a good ring to it, man, doesn't it? It sounds pretty good to me. Uh, it's a good feeling. What was that moment like to go over where the locker room's going to be and celebrate the championship? It's special uh, having having a, a couple of guys that used to play here and then uh, some guys that are going to play here all in the locker room where uh, we're going to be. And a lot of credit to the guys in the past that have given us that new locker room. It's going to be awesome, so it was a pretty special moment. The, you throw the pass over the middle. Didi takes a big shot. He's down. It looked like uh, you know a lot of you guys, rightfully so, thought it should have been a, a targeting call and thought it was maybe a dirty play. There was some chippiness going back and forth. How big was that for you guys to kind of absorb that one of your best players isn't going to be out there and mentally kind of come overcome that type of adversity? Uh, it's uh, obviously it was a tough loss. Didi's uh, our best player on offense, so uh, it was tough. But you got to realize you got to have the next man up, and we've had that mindset the whole season. So we've done a good job of that, and it was kind of that mentality. And then also at the same time that they thought it was funny that they knocked him out so it was more of uh, just protecting your family you, you never like when somebody gets a shot on that on, on your brother like that so it was about uh, retaliating the right way how about the way guys like Gino Lewis and the job you know Mark Andrews had a couple of good I think he had one catch in there that was pretty big uh, big third down reception for Jordan Smallwood as well too it seemed like the supporting crew really stepped up oh it was huge like I said next man up mentality and those guys made plays when we needed them in the second half so it was big time uh, those guys are they consistent and so it was fun to watch. I think three times. Once to Didi, you scramble out to the right, kind of wait on him the whole time. He finally comes open, then you hit him, and he makes a nice play. Same thing with Jeffrey Mead. You scramble out to the right. He's double covered. You wave, keep going. He finally pops open. You hit him again, and then the touchdown to Mixon. Same thing. Roll out to the right, wait on him. He comes all the way from the left side and empty, and you hit him in the corner of the end zone. I mean, that's like your comfort zone, right? Getting out, waiting on those guys, and and they trust you to get open. They keep they keep the play alive themselves. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, we, we talked about it uh, since the beginning of the season is when I'm running around, uh, don't block, just run around and try and get open. So uh, the, the line will take care of that. And on Joe's touchdown, uh, with great protection, I was able to just sit back there while everybody uh, tried to find an open space. Uh, yeah, the, the scramble drill is huge. And, and it really hadn't been a, a huge part of our game this year, but obviously it played a big factor today. I know you're going to get asked a lot about the Fu Manchu. we got to talk about Connor McGinnis here. All right. And uh, was that marker that he used? Uh, Connor McGinnis, Tanner Schaefer, and Reese Clark all had eye black drawn on for their mustaches. Yeah, they uh, because they're not as fortunate to be able to grow it, they uh, had to draw it on. I mean, even Austin Kittle had a pretty good-looking one, too. He, he did, and I will say he had he worried me because he shaved last week, so it was down to the wire. Just talk about this whole season. I mean, you start off, take a couple of losses early, and you just put the blinders on. You go to work every day. You improve week by week, and here you are, uh, Big 12 championships and, and going to go to a nice bowl game. How special has it been? It's awesome. Uh, the, the feeling of, and just the thought of, of thinking back where we were and nobody believed in us and we talked about it. Uh, the only people that believed in us were the people in, in our program. So just just take note of that and just focus on each game at one at a time and, and don't worry about what everybody else is saying because we, we still have our Big 12 championship goal in mind and, and that, that can put us in a good spot at the end of the season. And we took care of business and right now we're sitting in a pretty good spot. Congratulations on the championship. Thank you. So it's on to New Orleans for the who finished the season 10 and 2 overall undefeated 9 and 0 in conference play the Big 12 champion for the second straight time 10th time in Bob Stoops tenure is on its way to face Auburn in the 83rd annual All-State Sugar Bowl on January 2nd 
The game will be played in the Superdome. It's slated to kick off at 7.30. ESPN will televise the game. This will be the eighth appearance for the Sooners in the Sugar Bowl. Oklahoma finished seventh in the final college football playoff rankings and become the first team to ever go 9-0 in Big 12 regular season play coming off the 38-20 to win that we've talked about in battle. If you want ticket information, I would urge you to go to Soonersports.com. Sooner Club members have already been notified with email information. If you haven't received that yet, you might want to log on and check your account. Uh, OU student football season ticket holders also have been notified via email or social media accounts about student bowl ticket purchases, and there will be a limited amount of tickets that will go on sale to the public at 1 p.m. on Tuesday Make sure you log on to Soonersports.com or follow any of our Twitter feeds, especially at OU underscore athletics, to make sure that you can get in the mix and be at the Sugar Bowl. What a season. What a win. The Oklahoma Sooners are Big 12 champs yet again. A couple of other notes from the weekend. It was a tough weekend for the Sooner basketball teams. The women fall at home to Oral Roberts by a final score of 74-67, to just the second loss of the season for the Oklahoma Sooners, who uh, seemed to be in control of this game, but the Golden Eagles outscored the Sooners 43-25 to in the second half and held OU scoreless for nearly six minutes using an 18-0 run in the fourth quarter to pull away and get the win. The Sooners, though, will look to bounce back later this week. They take on Rio Valley, uh, Rio Grande Valley, Texas Rio Grande Valley. That'll be on Thursday, and then they welcome in Tulsa on Sunday. So that's Thursday, Sunday, before they hit the road for the Puerto Rico Classic, which is going to be played out in Vegas as the Sooners look to shake this two-game losing streak. And it was a tough trip to Madison for the men's basketball team as they dropped a heartbreaker to Wisconsin, 90-70, to a game that was tight throughout. But Wisconsin hit the gas and pulled away from the Sooners late in the second half. Uh, Not a bad game, though, overall for a couple of Sooners with a few standout individual performances. Uh, 17 points for Rashard Odoms, who was 7-10 from the field. Uh, 11 points from Christian James and from Cameron McGusty. Sooners will look to bounce back as they return home for a showdown with ORU on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. And then it's the all-college classic this weekend against Wichita State. You can get tickets to that online right now at Soonersports.com. That game will tip off on Saturday at 3 o'clock. Tip time for Wednesday's game against ORU is at 7. And the Bedlam Wrestling match, a little bit of a different story for Oklahoma State as they beat the Sooners, the 16th-ranked team in the country, 33-3. By the way, Oklahoma State, number one in the country. Sooners redshirt senior Clark Glass got the Sooners only one of the night with a 3-1 sudden victory decision over Chandler Rogers at 165. So the Oklahoma Sooner wrestling team will be getting back in action in Norman against Cornell a week from Sunday. So a little bit of time off, 16 days off between the Bedlam matchup and the Cornell showdown, and then the Sooner wrestling team will head to the Midlands Invitational in Chicago, Illinois. Well, what a weekend it was. The Sooners are Big 12 champs yet again. I hope you'll join us tomorrow on the Sooner Sports Podcast as Toby Rowland will join us to not only reflect on the season, but look ahead to the Sugar Bowl showdown against Auburn. Everyone have a great Monday, and until tomorrow, Boomer Sooner. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air.